Extra Caribbean. And we are the Bougetto Podcast! The Bougetto Podcast is a dialogue between two best friends taking on the challenge to break barriers, end generational stigmas, and defy gravity. We are modern-day African-American women transcending stereotypes. Y'all didn't know we knew those words, did y'all? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, guys, it's time for the praise break of the week. For those who don't know, the praise break of the week is anything that happened to you that was worth a run and a shout of praise. So, Parker... What was your praise break of the week? So, over our little hiatus last week, I, I know, know y'all know missed, y'all missed us. us. <laughs> <laughs> we were in Chicago and also my hometown of Peoria, Illinois. So, it was great to finally get Shakira hey, out to the peak. P-Town, hold it down, okay? <laughs> she finally came to visit Peoria. I didn't take her nowhere ratchet. I just took her to all the, you know, Thank you, nice guys. places. <laughs> I, I didn't take her nowhere ratchet in Chicago either. Ooh, we, oh, went to go see, <laughs> we went to go see Beyonce, though, and Jay-Z. Let me not leave him out because he was great also. Y'all, that was my first Beyonce show where it's completely just her. I saw her at Made in America a few years ago, but her own show with her husband, the Carter Show. I did not expect Jay-Z to be that great of a performer either. Good God. They both... Amazing. Yeah, shut it down. It was so shut good. it down. And the crazy thing is, they still shut it down. You could tell Beyonce had a little bit of an attitude with Jay Z. Now that's a real black woman for you. I'm still mad at you, but I'm still gonna bust it and do these moves <laughs> on point, like it ain't nothing, and still get up in your face like I love you. But I'm gonna tell you about yourself after this show is over. That, like, she tops all performers. Period. And I've seen many people in concert. And then the day after. We went to go see Ashanti and Ja Rule. No comparison. I'm sorry. And I loved him from back Don't in the day. Come for him. I ain't coming for him. It's just, if you have never seen Jay-Z and Beyonce in concert, good God almighty, you, you, you really don't know what you're missing out on. Yeah, it was amazing. Literally. <laughs> so what was your praise break of the week, Shakir? So my praise break of the week, y'all, I have really been like, to be honest, I've been going through some things. Let me stop. No, but I for real had to have like a little... Two week hiatus just to myself. Really haven't been talking to people. Like I've just been under a lot of stress. It's alright, boo boo. I know. I've been under a lot of stress, and so with that, I actually have signed up again. Okay, because I ain't got no shame. Yeah. To go uh, to bring my therapy sessions back, and yeah, I really feel good. So I'm excited. I have one um, next week. Where I'll be discussing my feelings, how I've been feeling, you know, feeling overwhelmed or having anxiety. And we know this is a a taboo subject in the African-American community. But I'm telling y'all, you have to go. It will save your life. It will save your life. I'm so serious. I am an advocate of therapy. I'm an advocate. Y'all know I'm eventually going to open up my own practice. That is eventually the goal. So how can I practice to someone else if I'm not willing to Thank go and you. believe in it for myself mm-hmm. and it really does work like the way my little therapist is able to tap into my emotions and tell me like just like the different maybe cognitive dissonance that I'm experiencing and like therapy the thing that I love about it is that no one's telling you what to do mm-hmm. it's just literally you come up with your own coping mechanisms yes. and you really get to the root as to of why your you're feeling some type mm-hmm. of way yes Yes. And I will say, I feel like, you know, in particular, like I can talk about it. A trigger happened actually at work. 
and it triggered a whole spiral down for the past two weeks. And I know what the trigger is, and so that's why I'm, I'm going to go to therapy and discuss it and talk about it. Yes, and I just want to say as your best friend, I am so proud of you. I am so proud. I am, I am, I am. I have always been a huge proponent of therapy. Therapy is so important. I went myself a few years ago, um, and I need to find another one. So we're definitely going to work on that for me to find someone to go to consistently. But literally, I know as black people, we were raised, what happens in your house stays in your house and all of these different things. But sometimes that's how the house will blow up, honey. Yes, it will. It will catch right on fire and then you will not have anything. You have to have someone who you can not only speak to and talk to, but also who can help you come up with your own coping mechanisms. That's important. It's not necessarily that you may be or anything like that but at the end of the day you can come up with coping mechanisms to live your best life so i'm proud of you i'm proud of you oh, i'm so proud of you and i'm definitely proud of you for telling everybody on this podcast i know that's a huge thing definitely so if anybody yes. out there needs to go to therapy there's a website called um i think it's black girls love therapy or something like that or Black Girl Therapy. It's a whole list of therapists within every state throughout yes. the and United States. And they have a states. podcast. It's really good. They too. do. It's really good. They also have a podcast. So, moving on to introduce our topic of the day, you guys. So, today, we, come on, we'll be discussing convenience versus tradition. Ooh. This is going to be good, you all, especially for those millennials out there who are trying to redefine their lives based on their own life and not what their mother and their grandmother, -grandmother, great-grandmother, their fathers have told them, but really redefining your life for what works for For you you. and not based off a tradition. So how do you feel about this topic, Shakira? Y'all know this. I am a huge proponent of this. First off, I'm different in general, so I don't follow anyone's way. I'm different. But no, I really am different. different. Like, it took me a long time to realize that some of the things, not necessarily that I was raised on or grew up on, um, are not for my life specific, but it's just that some things literally I don't have to worry about or think about because I don't live in that time anymore. Mm-hmm. A lot of tradition also is based on the time, everyone. Yeah. It's also tradition is founded in historical context. Mm-hmm. And right now we're not living in a time where some of the historical context is needed. We can just use a simple thing about grease on your hair and your Ooh. scalp. Yeah. Now you put too much grease on your hair right now. Your face gonna be sweaty. <laughs> You're going to look like a little grease monkey, as my grandma would say. Yeah. Your hair ain't going to grow. It's going to get in your clothes. It's just not yeah. It's not going to work. But, but guess what? Mm-hmm. Grease in a traditional historical context, grease was put in your hair during slavery. Yep. To Let's talk about it. it the to protect it from the sun and to keep bugs, all type of gnats and things away out of your hair. So right now, am I picking cotton? Nope. And I'm in anybody's seat. First off, I get to go to a lovely building in D.C. <laughs> with air with very cold air conditioning. I literally have a jacket at my desk. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to necessarily do certain things. And even now, my hair and my hair follicles, different things are different. Now, of course, oil and moisturizing stuff. But do I need to be slapping on blue magic <laughs> every day? No, I do not. 
So it's just certain things like that. And that's just a one proportion of what we're talking about as in convenience versus tradition. Yes. So before we get started talking about some of the things that's going to jack y'all minds all the way up, I want y'all to sit there while you're listening to us. Calm yourself. Yes. Bring yourself down. We're going to do a little simple meditation. Throw out. Yes. Throw out all of the stuff. That's your traditional mindset and your parents have taught you that is necessary for you to live throughout this world. Keep some of those things because some of those things will help you throughout life. But some of those things were literally historical rhetoric that is not going to help you. So just calm your minds, get into a space, really open up your mind and really learn yourself and think about what is important for you in your specific life, not Oh, so let me tell y'all. Okay, Shakira was telling me to talk about whistling. We can go back and forth about things that we can go back and forth. What? That makes no sense. Yes. Shout out to my mama and my grandmama because they are very, 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 very superstitious. Oh my god, that's something I've been breaking um, within the last couple of years. Because first off, I'm a Christian. I serve God. I don't have to be superstitious about certain things. I can hear God telling me something that he wants me to do in this moment. I don't have to listen to what he told Nat Turner in 1860. And I'm still doing that in 2018. He spoke to him then. God can still speak to me now. So that's my mindset on superstitions. That's So I don't do all the splitting the pole thing. What I used to get hit for back in the day. But one other thing that my mom and my grandma always are getting on me about is I like to whistle. My dad taught me how to whistle when I was probably like four or five years old. I always still do it. I know it's annoying. I don't care. It helps calm my nerves. I like to whistle. I whistle on the phone when I'm talking to my mom, and it blows her. And so recently, she's been like, Parker, stop whistling. A woman should never whistle. And I was just like, okay, well, I wonder why. Let me go Google it. Yeah, I'm like... (laughs) Why should a woman never whistle? Like, what does it mean? Does it mean something like over-sexualized? Or what does it mean? You know, I don't know. Y'all know this woman told me she don't know. And I need to call my grandma and ask. So that got a conversation started between Shakira and I. Like, there are so many things that we do, our parents do. We don't even know the reason why. We just were told, don't do it. You shouldn't do it. Okay, so why can I not whistle? Or told to do something that now is scientifically proven not to. Girl. Y'all not that y'all not supposed to put butter on a burn. Yep. Yes. Yes, you're not. It'll cause it to burn even more. Yes. And it'll leave a scar. Mm-hmm. Now, why have we been putting butter on burns? <laughs> Your grandmama told you to put butter on it and it'll cool it off. No, it won't. <laughs> put cool water on it. It'll That'll cool it off. <laughs> and take the sting out. Cool water, not butter. You frying your own arm. <laughs> like, what does what happens when heat is added to butter and oil? Come on, it's fried. It's fried, so it's the same thing on your daggone arm. And you wondering why? Good God, this, this still hurts. <laughs> like, come on, it's stuff like that. Like, we really come on. We gotta think about stuff a little more in depth. Not saying that our grandmas and moms don't know what they're talking about, but sometimes it's just like, all right. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to sit up here and worry to death about certain things. And it's just that we have to, especially as a people, mm-hmm. as being African-American, we really and truly have to break forth out of things 
we have been told. Mm -hmm. Guess what? We have been told a lot of things to what? Keep us out of places. Come on now. Literally, we have been told the incorrect things to keep us out of places. So you're over here spreading and passing this tradition down. But this tradition was supposed to be the very thing that's supposed to keep you out of a place. Yes. Yep. Literally. Mm -hmm. The very thing that's supposed to keep you out of somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, we have to literally be able to break through do our own research, black people, mm-hmm. and not just sit up here talking about, oh, I heard. Okay, well, did you, when you heard it, did you go look it up? Please. We literally have Google right now. You, you can, can go look up, up any scholarly uh, journal article. You can go look up anything, any type of research that someone has done. Count. If you heard it on Facebook, I'm slapping you on the hand. Facebook does not count, okay? <laughs> Please talk about that. I don't know what Facebook is a new news Fake for news. old people. I swear, people be calling me like, oh, yeah, did you hear this? Where did you hear that? On Facebook. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. Did you look at where what the source, source was? was? This is literally a parody account. And you sitting over here, you just saw it posted, so it must be true. Didn't even do any fact checking, anything like that. Why are you even listening to this? Oh, Thank God. you. It makes yeah. no sense. So... Parker and I have decided that we're going to discuss with y'all areas that we feel are more convenient for us that we're changing mm-hmm. versus tradition. Okay, I'll start it off. Yes. First thing we're going to start off is food. <laughs> Everybody know I have an issue when it comes to food. I love my food fried. I love my food with turkey necks and vegetables. I just love food. Like, I love cake. I love birthday cake in particular with buttercream icing whoo jesus i'm getting me started (laughs) i just love that type of food i love soul food i love macaroni cheese i love yams i love collard greens i love black eyed peas don't get me have ribs pork i love all of that Mm -hmm. that's just that's just been me i grew up in the south that's how we eat and nothing of course necessarily is wrong with that but it has to be in moderation yes god has really been convicting me about moderation like shakira you can't be sitting up here Having yams, macaroni, cheese, and fried chicken three days out of the week. <laughs> it's not going to happen. What are you doing that for? Even so, though it's cheap. Exactly. To do that. Yeah. So, with that being said, I have taken it upon myself. Like I told you, I really have been searching and researching meal prep companies. And so, I think I have a winner, y'all. I think I got mm-hmm. a winner. I discovered that Jimmy's, I don't know, for all of our Baltimore listeners, Jimmy's actually does meal prep. Mm-hmm. And... They don't just do it for the Baltimore area. They actually will ship it to you across the country or whatnot, wherever, you know, you live or interested in. But they literally have bulk meals where they have bulk chicken, bulk steak, bulk shrimp. Then they have bulk veggies and they have bulk size too. They have like pasta and rice and stuff like that. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is something I can do. So this past Thursday, I ordered my food. So I ordered me some bulk chicken, some bulk string beans and some bulk vegetable melody which was like carrots asparagus um string beans and broccoli and do y'all not know it's a lot of food you can ask Parker like it's enough to last me the week for lunch and dinner literally from Sunday to Saturday like literally and guess how much I paid for it I only paid 46 dollars yeah for the week of food that is cheaper than me going to the grocery store it is and picking up oatmeal cream pies yep hot chips so hot chips Girl. all types of stuff that i don't need in my body 
and we're gonna use an example here. We're gonna use, of course, you know, my grandmother. She loves to cook. If if I ever let y'all meet her, if you ever get the opportunity, that woman, woo, mm-hmm. she can cook y'all. And like I said, I just went to Parker's home, Miss Gilkerson. I was talking to them about how yep. I'm now meal prepping. Uh-huh. And they were getting on me, talking about, you're going to have to learn how to cook. Yep. And, this is, and it's not that Parker it's knows. So it's expensive. Not, it's expensive to get someone to cook uh-huh. for you. You are not going to be able to afford having you're a chef. You're going to have to learn how to cook for your family when you get a husband and your children. And I was like, uh-uh, scared. Tell them why. Tell them why. Because don't so, matter. my family, we, you know, we can kind of hammer down on stuff. I said, uh-uh, no, no. Tell them why exactly you want to meal prep and what yes. works for you. And for me, meal prepping is better than the tradition of me cooking for my family because one parker know i only know how to cook one way and, and that's, that's the way i previously told y'all lard, fried butter. lard butter turkey necks green beans mm-hmm. all of that. i Salt. really do not know how to make healthy food we had a friend that literally used to be like my food is red <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah. and that's from all the creole season and stuff like yeah. that but that's literally the only way i truly know how, how to make food Me i'm too. not trying to be funny mm-hmm. and so if i can have someone else one make the food mm-hmm. parker now i hate washing dishes she got on me today because i almost put some dishes up with talking about bacteria could be girl. well let me just put them in the dishwasher to dry because i'm about to put these up and i made her put the rest of them up no i can't stand dishes so it's more convenient for me to literally be able to go mm-hmm. get a meal prep and this is something I, i've even parker and i plan everything so i even have planned out if i do have you know my husband and my kids how much a month would i have to pay for someone to meal prep and it really is cheaper it is it's cheaper it's better because, first off, I don't have to worry about who going to put these dishes up or who going to wash the dishes. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about getting a dish down or figuring out how I'm going to do something or buying a special pot because I'm trying to make a roast and I don't even have a pot roast pot. Mm-hmm. No, it's just so many things that I've come to the conclusion of it is more convenient for me to literally... Get a chef or get someone to make some food than me actually driving myself crazy yeah. to do it. And Parker and knows, guess that, what? I commute, commute two hours. Yeah. Each way. Each way. So four Every hours day. of my day is taken up on the train. Mm-hmm. I get home right now on average, literally 7, 7.15. Mm-hmm. Who wants to be cooking and you eating at right. 10 o'clock? And then a lot of times you got to go grocery shopping before you even cook. Uh-uh. No. Thank you. So for me, that is like one of my main number one rules for <clears throat> convenience versus tradition. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I think for me personally, cooking is one thing. Shakira and I always talk about this. I love, 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 love to cook. But her, seeing her doing meal prep and really seeing how healthy the meals are, I think right now, while I'm definitely single, no husband, no children, I definitely am going to start. So we're going to start together we're doing the together. meal prep. Yeah. Because just Anybody like you said, get in on this? right, let us know. Well, yeah. You, five different vegetables, right, exactly. whatever. And we only spend $50 pot. a week. Like, come on. So literally, um, for me, I know now I'm definitely open to meal prep and all that stuff. When I get married, I cooking is actually therapeutic for me. So it depends on what type of job and things of that nature that I have at that time and what it's looking like with my family. But say I have a husband who works a lot of hours and um, 
eats differently than we do. I don't know. He may be like pescatarian or something like that. So say that's the case. I would love to meal have meal prep for him so he can have something different every single night. And I'm not going and buying something and he eating the same thing every day. And he could take his lunch and dinner with him. And then whatever I cook is for me and the kids. And if he wanted to have something extra when he got home, he can have that. So that's something that um, I've definitely been looking at for how to incorporate meal prep into my life. Or doing it for my whole family. And the only time I cook is when we want to eat unhealthy, which is on the weekends. Because I don't know how to cook healthy. It's it's not... (laughs) satisfying to me i like my food to be rich it's a lot of history and And food tradition and food for me yeah so when i cook i'm doing a gravy i'm smothering i'm (laughs) frying i'm you know whipping potatoes with cream in them you know what i'm saying it's not anything healthy about that to be eating that every night is not okay for my heart my husband's heart, my baby's heart, none of us so no i definitely am open to meal prep but another thing that i'm opening to is definitely cleaning. So <laughs> for my household right now, I'm in the process of, you know, of course, looking for jobs and stuff like that, but looking to buy a house as well within the next year. So by November, hey, house in the works. So um, I, for myself, I know I can't stand cleaning. I I can do it. I can have a clean house, my apartment, that I have always clean, but do I like doing it? No. Is that something? And do you that, like doing it for other people that's gonna go back and mess it up? Oh, heck no. <laughs> no, not at all. No. Especially after myself, I'm good with myself. But when I have a husband and kids, to keep my sanity, I know myself. I will have someone coming in once a week to do things like dusting, sweeping, mopping, deep cleaning. All because I'm very ceiling much a germaphobe. Fans. Yeah, ceiling fans. All of these things that you don't even realize you're getting sick off of because you don't have time to clean. If you really take the time to deep clean your whole entire... I know, for me, I can't even imagine a house. My apartment, it took me a day and a half to deep clean how I really, really wanted it to. It took me two hours to clean that bathroom last night. Yeah, yeah. I, what would I rather spend my time on? Would I rather spend my time with my family, loving on them, hugging on them, having fun, or while I'm single, spend my time going out kicking it and somebody else coming clean my house yes and ladies and also men i want y'all to understand it's nothing wrong with that one thing that is happening in white communities that's not happening with us yes they understand how to literally outsource something let me tell y'all one thing this whole idea of the betty crocker stay at home mom let me tell y'all white women have always had maids and have always had cooks. And guess who it's you been? You want to know who it's been? Us. Domesticated workers. Domesticated Thank black you. workers. Thank you. They have never, ever just been completely a stay-at-home mom. Even being stay-at-home, they had help. They had help. So I don't know where we get in our minds that we have to be super women and do all of this crazy stuff. Guess what? I guarantee you, if you ask... A, a good husband, what he would rather, because <laughs> it y'all. is some jokers out here who just want you to be a slave, and they learning how to be a husband from pornos and TV. But that's a whole nother story. I'll leave that where I left it. But it's a whole bunch of men who would rather you be happier, who would rather you be mentally stable Come than on. to be breaking your back, killing yourself, to cook and clean, and also go to work and commuting. If and you're living in a man taking care of kids, and then he wants some sex, it ain't happening. It's no way possible. 
So, yes, I would rather, and I'm I'm sorry, you know, anyone who's listening, but I would rather have someone come and clean my home, and I would rather have meal prep, and I would rather sleep with my husband every night instead of being tired and being like, get away from me. Looking crazy and like, get away from me. No, I would rather look bomb every day and have meal prep and pay a little more. Even if it is more, yes. and we're coming to find out it's not more expensive. It's, it's not actually that cheaper. Much more. When I yeah. do my budget, it's not that much more. And let me tell y'all one thing. I'm willing to pay for convenience. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Bill Gates, he know how to do everything, I'm sure, for Microsoft. Down to coding, down to putting the little logo on something. But is he going to do it? No. No. And should he? Should he? Thank you. That's why he a billionaire. Thank you. Thank you. Because he can preserve himself to be able to go forth and do other investments rather than I'm straining my body and my mind to work on this one idea that I already conceptualized that should now be given to somebody else to do. Ooh, come on. That's a word. That's a word. Be able to pass it on. Literally. Guess what? Your womanhood... Your manhood is not tied into your functionality. Come on. Please do not get that twisted. If you are a woman and you don't know how to cook, baby, there is a man who will love you. As long as you have the heart to know. It's not about the cooking and you can do this. It's about, are you thinking about that man? Are you thinking about, hey, when he gets off work, he's going to be hungry. hungry. Let me have some food on the table. Whether you cook it or not, baby. You could have called somebody and called a restaurant and had something on the table and he thinking it's gourmet and you plated it and everything. And that took you 20 minutes. All you had to do was call and have it picked up on your way home. Hello? That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and My it's gonna be laid out nice, candles on the table, nice everything. I ain't looking sweaty. Designs. I ain't looking <laughs> toe up. I even put on a little apron. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you. And put that food on that table, and it's gonna be healthy food. And he's gonna be in good shape and heart healthy. I can hold on to him till we ninety years old. Instead of I was cooking and cooking with butter and lard, and I only had him, you know, a certain amount of time. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. No. And we can just move into so many other things. Because Parker know. Oh, my gosh. Parker knows. First of all, I'm from the South. That should tell you it all right there. Mm-hmm. How I used to be like, uh-uh. If my husband can't do this, he's less of a man. Yeah. He this, he that, blah, blah, Guess what? I have come to the conclusion that people have capacity. Yes. There is capacity full. Someone cannot do this behind this. I don't know what it is. I don't know how. I love my father. Mm-hmm. My father literally is Superman. If I could, if there was an award that I could give him, Parker knows he is literally Superman. My dad drives a truck. He comes home normally every week. He cuts the grass himself. He washed all three of the cars mm-hmm. and detailed them to himself. I'm talking about not just wash the outside. I'm talking about vacuum mm-hmm. the inside. Go get you one of them little trees to put in the top. Literally, like, does a whole full infrastructure. Like, literally, all of that he cleans. On top of that, will literally cook. Will do all sorts of stuff. And I, don't, I still don't know how he survived. I, mm-hmm. I, I just could not tell you or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But can I say... That, and this is where I have been convicted, 
Should I put those same parameters on my husband? Yeah. No, because guess what? My husband possibly has a different capacity. I agree. Mm-hmm. Same with my dad. He literally, they, you know, they own a funeral home, will be up at 3 in the morning, then will have to turn around and get up again, take us to school, then have to turn around, go to work, then have to turn around, might have to get a call later on that night, then will be trying to cut the grass. Yeah, mm-mm, no. No. My mom, too. Whole bunch of stuff, cooking, then cleaning, then mm-mm. Yes, same thing with my mom. My mom worked all the way in Charlotte and with traffic, that's almost an hour and a half yeah. drive from where we live. Then on top of that was dropping me and my brother off for school, getting us ready in the morning. Mm-hmm. Then we had a horrible manager that was treating her any kind of way at yeah. work. And I'm just now starting to get a little hint of that. Like, yeah, how, people treating you any yeah, kind of way at work. That'll really that, do something to your and mind. And that does something to your mind. Yeah. So, it's like, mm-hmm. no, like, allowing things that when I have the capacity to do them, great, I can do them. But if my spouse or I don't have the capacity, it is okay to outsource. It's okay to outsource. It is okay to outsource. Nothing wrong with a man who will pay somebody to cut the grass. Yep. Nothing wrong with a man who will Plumbing. pay somebody to come and plumb. Nothing wrong with a man who will pay somebody to come and do the detailing of your car. Nothing wrong with that. Now, is it getting done? That's the thing. That's the, ma- That's the main thing. It don't matter if he's doing it or not. It really doesn't. If he, you know, we have to stop holding, pigeonholing people to the things that our parents did because they come from a different generation Ration, at the yes. end of the day. And a lot of things they have to do because they couldn't afford it. it. Yes. If we now can work to afford these things, why not? And be able to spend more time with your spouse doing things that you want outside of having to, oh, I got to cook today. I can only imagine the mental issues and mental um, health problems that our parents have had over the years with all of these things happening and things are still on their back. I can imagine all the stuff my dad went through when his um, parents died and still had to still be a husband and father. My mom, when my mom's dad, then her brother died. No, her brother, then her dad died four months apart and still had to be a parent. And still had to clean, cook, do all of these things. I mean, come on. That's unbelievable. Um, Anybody would crack underneath that. I couldn't imagine. Uh Uh-uh. It's not worth it. For me, guess what? We gonna have uh, Miss Mary, or, because that's my, um, our lady at home. I love her. Hey, Miss Mary, that's my girl. Um, we gonna have somebody cook, coming to clean, and we gonna have some meal prep from Jimmy's, because that meal prep was good. We had some of the chicken earlier. Yes, we shouting out Jimmy's. Anybody who lives in the Baltimore area, y'all know Jimmy's Seafood is the one. And they... (laughs) Just like they restaurant is the bomb, that yeah, dog yeah, on meal, meal prep, prep is the bomb, bomb too, honey. Yes. That meal Thank prep, you. I was like, hold up. And it's still healthy. Yes. It's grilled chicken. And y'all, it's chicken, steak, shrimp. Yep. We about to have steak, shrimp, and chicken next Come week. On, Come on, girl. We about to be turning up. Thank All the $50 a week. You cannot beat that. We spent $50 at brunch. Brunch. Come for on. One meal. For one meal. You can't beat that. Literally, we're going to have two, three different meats. Then we also going to have multiple different veggies. we about to split it up. Like, come on. And this is what we want people to get to. What's for get, your life. What's for your life. Is for your life. Yes. Stop letting tradition or, well, my mama did it this way. Well, my, my grandma did it this way. And this, 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 this. And let's move on also to down to kids. Ooh, come on. It is some things that we experience as children that your children should not be experiencing. Thank you. Period. Thank you. 
Period. Yeah, it turns you into a, a somewhat okay person. <laughs> okay. Your children don't need to be experiencing no. those same things. And Jay Z said it best. I'm gonna yes, let Parker talk about it more because yes. she really was the person that really yes. listened to the interview and everything. But mm-hmm. so, when she was talking to me about it, it was just amazing. Hitting my what spirit. he was saying. It was hitting my spirit. I love Jay Z and Beyonce. I don't care what anybody says, what they think about them. I think it is amazing how they are sharing real love. That real love has issues and problems, but you make it through those issues and problems because on the other side of conflict is a the most amazing conversation yes. and the most amazing communication and love. Mm-hmm. So I want to put that out there first for all the critics and those things that have things to say about them. And why would she stay with him and all that extra stuff? Would you stand with a man who ain't got two pennies to rub together? But that's a whole nother situation. So... Pretty much, Jay-Z discussed in one of his interviews how um, the man was asking him, you know, how are you going to raise your kids to be like you were because you grew up in the projects and Marcy projects in New York and, you know, you sold crack and you did all these things and those made you into a wonderful person. How are you going to be able to teach your children those things? And, and he what did Jay-Z them, say? He told them straight up. He said, I learned those things because I needed to I learn, had them to learn them. I Come had on. to learn them for what area and what i grew up in he was like my children are not gonna know need to know they're billionaires what are they gonna need to know my great grandchildren that's a lot of come on that's a lot of billionaires on your forbes list literally what are they gonna need to know how to sell crack for he was like but i can teach my children how to be compassionate i can teach them how to be loving i can teach them how to have certain things and how to give all of those things are things that they're gonna need to know which that is transcends through any type of lifestyle or personality literally teach teach your children those things don't be trying to put your children because that's something i had to work on you know i put myself don't get me wrong my parents did everything that they could when they raised me but i loved the hood a little too much i did i like to be ratchet a little too much and i put my own self through a whole lot of stuff and there was things that i learned that helped me to come into the person that i am today it was things that i learned from my parents that helped me to come into the person i am today am i going to be able to mimic all those things on my kids i can't just drop my kid in the middle of the south side of peoria and just be like all right i'll pick you up meet me up this way no I can't drop them on the south side of Chicago and think that they're just going to be... No, that's not going to work. But what I can teach them is how to be compassionate. There are multiple ways that I can teach compassion. There are multiple ways that I can teach them how to give. There are multiple ways that I can teach them how to be a good person. And it doesn't have anything to do with how I was raised. I'm going to be able to replicate that. No, it was a different time. I have two totally different parents. I'm sure my husband will be different from how I was raised. I'm sure he will be different from how, you know, anything else. So, it's nothing really that, you know, I can replicate in tradition or anything. I can try yes. to share things that my parents learned. I learned how to love from my parents. I've learned how to... um be strong from my yes. parents. I've learned how to make it through adversity through my parents. Now, every single thing that I learned that from, I've learned a lot of things through death. I would pray to God my children don't have to learn, you know, some of the things that I've learned, learned through yes. death. A whole lot of people dying in their life. That's not something I want them to experience. Or friends close to them dying or being murdered. That, I, don't, I really don't want my kids to experience that. But I've learned myself multiple things through that it's not the focus on how but it's the focus on those you know characteristics that you want them to learn yes exactly and then also too we're not saying that some traditions are good Mm -hmm. one tradition that i want to continue on is 
with my family, we have huge Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Huge. Like, huge Thanksgiving. Yeah. And that's something that I want to definitely continue on. Like, we have it so good. We literally have a committee. Yeah. I'm sure the meeting's coming up soon <laughs> about what's going to happen during Thanksgiving. My grandmother has been the president. Her sister's been the vice president. My auntie Nietzsche has been the secretary. Mm-hmm. Like, it literally is a whole production. And that's something that I want to continue on with my family and my life. Even if it might not necessarily be in Rock Hill, even if it moves to Baltimore or moves yeah. somewhere. Because we are getting into the place where, you know, family and tradition now can stay the same tradition, but it doesn't have to look the same. That's the mm, thing that we're saying. Yeah. Like, guess what? Me and my husband and my family, one thing I definitely want to do, have a tradition, is eating and sitting down at a table. Mm-hmm. That is something that we don't necessarily see anymore, but that's also a tradition. But does the tradition go away just because I have meal prep? No. Hmm. It's just an added addition that, okay, yeah. I have meal prep, but we're still it's an added convenience. eating together. And that's mm-hmm. what we really want to let y'all know. Like, Don't get so wrapped in the tradition that you eventually not don't have the capacity to do the tradition don't get so tired and then also at the same time don't get so wrapped up in being convenient that you just shun the whole tradition away either it's like an entire balance here but we're saying that hey it's traditional that most african-american women take care of the family take care of the kids Mm -hmm. clean and um meal um make meals if that's one of those areas that you don't have the capacity to do that is okay. It's perfectly fine. It is okay. It doesn't make you that. less of a woman. It doesn't make you worse in the generation. I can't believe you would sit up here and do like mm-hmm. I've heard that from some yeah. people's families. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you don't, don't even know that this person about to have a mental breakdown yeah. trying to do trying something. Trying to keep up and do something they don't have the capacity to do. Because also, not only we're a little different nowadays, we have jobs that are unbelievably demanding you know women are really coming up in certain ways and also black men a lot of black men are being afforded the opportunity to be ceos CEOs, of companies and different things and um major partners at a law firm yeah that's a different type of stress it's a different type of stress a way different type of stress and even though being some type of the help was more physical work don't negate mental work also, if that makes sense or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And yes. And it's whatever. a lot. Like, yeah. Parker can literally talk about, like, for real, it's a lot of mental stress. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. Like, first thing you have to worry about, do I have the proper attire on? Mm-hmm. Does my hair look acceptable? Mm-hmm. Do I have my badge today? I can talk about Girl, the things that I go through. You know I can talk about a badge, honey. <laughs> oh, Can God. I get in the building if I don't have Lord. my badge? Is my access, badge working? How am I going to access my computer with my badge? I have to usher and take someone from one building to another building. Girl. Do people think that I'm competent enough to mm-hmm. do my job? Yeah. Are people actually listening to me when I speak up in a meeting? Mm-hmm. There is a lot that a goes lot on. Yes. Yeah. And it's okay if you feel stressed out from working and you know, you don't have to sit up here and go out to eat and happy hour yourself to death because that's the only time you feel like you can get a good good some good food and a drink because you really don't want to admit that you really don't feel like cooking. It's nothing wrong with that. It's nothing wrong with that at all. And we just, you know, really wanted to come and discuss that with you all that, you know, 
convenience versus tradition. You have to find a good balance between the both. You know, I think for my family, one tradition that we definitely do is every year, all my mom's side of family, they all went to Auntie, my, including my brother and my father. They all went to North Carolina Auntie. And so we all go to that homecoming. And my grandmother has a huge dinner um, the night after tailgate or whatever. Um, my grandmother is getting older. My parents are getting older. So that's something that my siblings and I are definitely thinking about taking over and my other cousins that are in the same generation as us. That's a tradition that we would love to carry on. Now, will some things change from the pre previous generation to now? You better believe it. We might have some things cater because your girl's still trying to go out and have a good time and I ain't trying to worry about breaking my back to cook because yeah. I can cook and I cook very well. Don't I, Shakira? Yes, she Okay. Is. Your girl can throw down. She's going to be my meal prep person for me and my <laughs> husband. So, yes. whoever my husband is out there. <laughs> yeah, because I don't I mind cooking. Cook. I love to cook. I do. But um, I am realizing convenience in certain areas and stuff like that. No, on a Sunday, cooking a whole bunch of food, I could do that. I, it's therapeutic for me. That's just me personally. I understand that's not for everybody. But I love to cook. It's therapeutic. I get it from my mama. My mom loves to cook. It's therapy for her. We talk about, we so weird. We be on the phone talking about different recipes and stuff like that. Girl, I put this and this in the peas. and all that. I'm like, girl, I made some, you know, risotto. We, we talk about stuff like that. That's yes. just us. That's a tradition for us. We like to cook. But I don't mind doing meal prep for and Shakira. I do too, but it's just... Yeah. It's too much. Yeah, it's no, too it's much too much. It's too it's much. Too yeah. Much. I think when I get to a better space, um, within myself, I'll be able to cook more and meal prep for you. That's no problem for me. I could do that, yeah. But um, far as healthy stuff, now, now that's I will say. That's we might thing. have to healthy have some stuff. high blood pressure pills dealing with Parker. <laughs> yeah, so we gonna have to high blood pressure pill, baby. Let me tell you, I use butter. I don't use no um. What's the fake butter? I can't believe it's not butter. No, honey, I use real butter. Hey, I, I use, use whipping cream. Too. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. That's the name of it. Margarine. No, I don't use no margarine. I use real butter. I also margarine use uh, girl margarine. Real unhealthy. Girl, thing and how your arteries clog. Nine to five percent, baby girl. Mm -mm. Well, either one is unhealthy, butter and margarine. I use all the, uh, what's Tony Saccharones? Girl, that's our seasoning, ain't it? Girl, we found some other seasoning out of Louisiana, too, that's yes, good. slap your mama, y'all. Girl, that's yes. Seasoning. We use some seasonings. We use some, let me just tell you. But we say all this to say, literally, y'all, women and men do not tie your worth in your functionality. Yes. Work hard. Pay for the shit you want. But play harder. Okay? Thank you. Hello. Don't take yourself to an early grave. Let me tell you one thing. I literally have my parents work and own a funeral home. Let me tell y'all. Stress will send you to an early grave. If it ain't nothing else in this world that will send you to an early grave, stress yes, it is it. So I refuse to stress myself out about the functionalities of the world that I could pay somebody else to do. I'm going to go ahead and sew into your life, baby. You, you know, trying to clean my house Ooh. and you talking about you want to be a singer one day. Come on, baby. I'm going to sew into that singer dream. Clean this house from top to bottom. You talking about you want to have a restaurant one day and you doing meal prep. Come on, baby. I'm going to sew into that restaurant. Hey, okay. You talking about you want to own a car wash? Come on, wash, wash your car. Wash car, baby. It's a man we follow on Instagram right now. Up the street in Baltimore. He yep. about to wash my car. He Charlie do real is. good. What's his name? Nasir, because I like Nasir, his name. Yes, Nasir. Exactly. Yep. 
he gonna be cleaning our cars and whatever. I don't have time. I don't. I'm back and forth from Baltimore to DC, Bowie, working, doing our businesses. Going I don't have time. Living life, girl. Of and course. let me tell y'all, me and Parker, we love our life and we love to go out. And I don't mm-hmm. care what nobody say. That's more important for me. I'm not going to end my life nope. talking about, oh, I wish I had went out more. I wish I... Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's just not worth it. When it's time not for when me. I have the money to be able to budget certain things out. Yeah, no. Period. Just budget. Just do it properly. You can go out more when you're not eating out every day at Chick-fil-A because you ain't feel like cooking. You know what I'm saying? You can do all of those things. It's no problem. Mm-mm, no. At the end of the day, let me tell y'all one thing. I'm going to do... What Parker wanna do. <laughs> All the time. Do what Shakira wanna do. And when it's time for us to have a husband and kids, we're gonna be ready for that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Literally. So I think it's time that we close this thing on out. Yes, so flip honey. your hair, bow your head, and close your eyes. God, I thank you for making me bougie and ghetto. I thank you for making me so cold that I can rock Jordans or stilettos. I thank you for my haters, motivators, and duplicators. I thank you for my friends, family, and my enemies. God, I thank you for the way you uniquely made me. We want more money and no problems, more love and no drama. Help us to always remain ten toes down. And as queens, we can never let anyone take our crown. And in Jesus' name, amen.